Welcome back to our second podcast with the MindShift Group on International Podcast Day. I'm your host, Michael Panyora. And if you didn't get a chance to tune in to this morning's podcast on how to come across as your authentic self in a job interview, you can still catch the podcast on our website, Spotify and Apple. Now, this series is all about building your brand. And so right now, I want to focus on how to boost your productivity. Because boosting your productivity is an essential part of the brand you create for yourself. Now, if any one of you are like me, I can tell you right now that I'm not a morning person. I remember that even when my husband and I were dating, I explained to him that if he wanted the best of me, he needed to stay clear for the hour or two when I first woke up. Now, it's not that I'm grumpy or in a bad mood. It's more that over the years, I've learned that what helps me be the best version of myself and be the most productive was if I start the day with a little space and time to reflect and gather my thoughts. Now, this can be different for every single one of us. For some people, it might be going for a walk, while for others, it may be getting up and going for a run. Maybe some of you are those type of people who wake up each morning automatically with that spring in your step. That's fantastic. But some of you might be more of that slow and steady start. For me, it's always the same. I get up, I make a cup of green tea, and I watch the world go by literally just staring into space and nothingness. Now, I'm not one for routines, but one thing I follow and cherish religiously is my first cup of green tea in the morning. There's a ritual behind this routine. The filling of the kettle, the feel of the dried, loose tea leaves between my thumb and index fingers as I take a pinch and drop them in my mug. Watching the leaves dance in the water as it's poured into the mug, unfurling slowly until like jellyfish floating through the ocean currents come to stillness. Now anyone who understands the sheer joy and bliss of that first cup of coffee or tea when they first wake up knows that this is often done in a sleep-like state. The body physically moving, but the mind on autopilot. Now, this whole routine of mine will last about 30 minutes, but it gives me a chance to really slowly start to program my brain and my day in a structure of what I need to do, what the priorities are, and how to manage my time. Once my tea is finished, I head straight for a workout because that, for me, is what gives me my energy. So for me, I essentially start my day two hours before I start my day. I always aim to be at the office by 8.30. And that means that by the time I get there, I've already been up for two hours, had my workout, but I also had a chance to plan my day. Now, I don't expect anyone to copy what I do. But what I'm trying and hopefully what you're going to be able to understand is that by creating this structure and this small routine, It really does help you to become more effective and productive. So once I'm at the office, I can then start tackling the things on my to-do list. And, And trust me when I tell you that I am in meetings most of the day. But I always find time to get the things done that need doing. And here's why. I'm going to share with you some of the tips that I have found work for me over the years. Number one, I do the things that I hate doing first. Do the things you hate doing first, everyone. Get these things out of the way because the longer you leave them, the longer they nag at the back of your mind and eventually these 
things will become important issues that could have been avoided had you just not procrastinated. Number two, time your activities. Now, if you have a big piece of work to do, rather than trying to get it all done in one sitting, look at your diary and schedule slots of time to focus on that activity in the same week. You will be amazed even in just an hour, at how much of that work you can complete. Number three, find a space that works. Now, with so many organizations supporting working from home, remote working, don't be afraid to tell your manager that you need to find a quiet place to work or a space that works for you. Whether this is working from home or it's a quiet room in your office or maybe for some of you, it might even be you work better from a cafe where you can concentrate. Whatever it is you need, find that space. Number four, schedule your emails. Now, if you're one of those people who has to read every email that pops up in the corner of your screen, then turn off your email and only turn it back on when you have completed the work you've done. Find moments in the day to check those emails. In fact, checking and answering emails every few minutes is one of the most unproductive ways of the working because you get to the end of the day and you end up feeling like you've accomplished nothing. Number five, use the go to voicemail feature. Just as I mentioned about emails, the same thing goes for your phone. You don't need to answer every single call and you don't need to call people back right away. Now, I'm not referring to something urgent which you know demands your attention. I mean those calls where someone asks you to call them back. Find moments in your day to return calls rather than after every single call you get. And last but not least, number six, take a break. Now, you cannot function a whole day with working eight to eight or nine to five without taking a break. You need to take breaks regularly. Here's a tip I'm going to give you. Schedule a well-being break of at least 30 minutes as part of your lunch break. Don't call it lunch in your Outlook calendar. Call it a well-being break. I guarantee that people who see that in your diary will think twice before scheduling a meeting. And if you do need to take a meeting during that well-being break, then go back to your diary and reschedule that well-being break and take it. Even if it's just for going or for a small walk around the block, that small break and getting fresh air will have a huge and profound impact on the rest of your day. These small changes are vital in helping you boost your productivity. And if you can master this, it will go a long way in helping you to build your brand and achieving your own success. Now, I'm going to throw something to all of my listeners out there. If any of you have any great tips that you've been using on how to be productive and set yourself up right for the day, please send them through and we can share them with each other on air. Um, pop them on email. Just send them over to hello at themindshift-group.com. In the meantime, I want to wish you a great rest of the day and tune in again later on this evening when we'll have our final podcast. In the meantime, I'm your host, Michael Panyota. Good luck, stay focused, and thanks for listening.